I've just been thinking about the, you know, the Sakya Rasa and Vatsaya Rasa and Madhuri Rasa, and how Madhuri is the highest, but somehow I can't imagine that the cowherd boys love Krishna any less. Mm-hmm. Gopis. Mm-hmm. It seems to me like if they heard him call their names on his flute, they would get up in the middle of the night and leave whoever they had to leave and go right. and to be with him also. It's an important uh, subject and, and, and question. And, um, and Prabhupada was, and uh, the previous Acharyas as, as well, um, they were uh, quick to emphasize the fact that the realm of rasa is, uh, we should be very careful to protect ourselves from thinking of it in a mundane way. And this is an example, if you will, of how it can be thought of in a mundane way, that one rasa is higher than another in the way that we think about that uh, materially, um, that one is better than another. Um, and this is a problem to some extent with language, but um, but um, beyond that, perfect is perfect, and there are different types of perfection. There are gradations in perfection. Um, and while there is an objective um, f- fullness of Madhurya Rasa that exceeds other Rasas, each one is thought to be perfect and perceived, experienced as such by the rasika, by the devotee. And so twice in Chaitanya Charitamrita, when Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami labors to point out the exalted position of Madhurya Rasa, having done so, he comes back immediately and says, more or less, but each devotee in their particular rasa is full and complete. And so while there's some objectivity to the, to the uh, uh, more, the, 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 um, the intimacy, the measure of intimacy the degree of intimacy that's afforded one in Madhuri Rasa, um, the subjective experience of each devotee of their Rasa makes them feel that their Rasa is superior. And so you can find then um, the, the section of Chaitanya Charitamrita in the sixth chapter of the, of the Adi Lila where um, Advaita Acharya is being described, and Dasya Bhakti Dasya Rasa is, is 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 being emphasized, and it's very beautiful because there, 
Krishnadas is emphasizing the Dasyarasa side of Advaita as Mahavishnu, Sadashiva. Um, he has a unique idea there himself, Krishnadas, identifying him with one of two aspects of Mahavishnu. Won't go into the details of that, but in other places, by other authors, other devotees, he's identified with Sadashiva, who is Mahavishnu in a form of a devotee in Shivaloka, a devotee of, of Sankarshan. Um, and um, well, that um, uh, Sadashiva from the Gaudiya perspective and in this one that they arrive at by drawing from sacred texts which they exhibit a very comprehensive understanding of um, they uh, also find a place for Sadashiva in Krishna Loka in the Brajaloka in both Rasas as as a coward in Sakirasa and as a um, a, uh, a gopi Gopishwar, Gopeshwar, Gopishwar, Gopishwar, uh, stationed as he is in, at the gate of the of the Rasalila there. So, point being, uh, Shiva, Sadashiva, have a desire to taste these two, and his position is unique, obviously not like ours. So he's 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 represented in both ways there. So there's a connection to the Braj Lila in Sakyaras brought out by Kavikarnapur through Advaita Charya and um, I don't think by Kavikarnapur but perhaps by others um, with Madhurya Rasa and in, in an extended way even beyond the um, his having the position as Gopishwar um, and that you can find probably in the literature of the Followers of Advaita, where there are a number of uh, books have been penned about his uh, glories and so on and so forth. But at any rate, that's a bit of an aside. In this, Krishna Kaviraj just kind of um, he, he has a certain focus in his book, which is basically to uh, teach that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is um, Radha and Krishna combined, and that. In the course of um, Krishna's seeking to experience himself from the perspective of Radha, to step into her shoes, to wear her countenance, and um, and all, that the opportunity to come as close to experiencing that oneself for the jiva is also made available. This is what Chaitanya Charitamrita is about, but that, that Radha and Krishna have come as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And he is Krishna tasting the bhava of Radha and making the bhava of Radha as accessible to a jiva that uh, it could be. Not exactly in the same way as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but it's through, through the... Through the um, the um, ideal of the Manjari Bhava um, 
embodied in Rupa Goswami. Um, so, Chaitanya Charitamrita is is Krishnadas faithfully revealing the vision of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that is uh, found in the heart of Rupa Goswami, basically. Um, and so that's a that's a lot to do. And there were a lot of different ideas about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu out and around it at the time and so forth. So, um, with regard to Dwayti, he doesn't go into details, but he, he identifies him in a general way. He's a Prabhu, he's Vishnu, and... Uh, and so within the context of talking about him like that, he talks about Dasyarasa. So what I'm saying is that there's a beautiful chapter there in which, um, in glorifying Advaita, Dasyarasa is, 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 is glorified. And, and that kind of voice uh, is, is invoked wherein, from the Dasyarasa perspective, um, the text uh, sees all the other rasas as really not being as good as Dasya rasa or, 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 or you know, they're really all about Dasya anyway, so Dasya is the, is the best, something like that. Um, and you can find this in, in writings of other great devotees steeped in, in, in the bhava of Sakya rasa, seeing verses in Chaitanya, in Bhagavatam differently than from someone from a gopi bhava perspective. We'll see them, mm-hmm. and uh, e- e- even there's a famous verse uh, in Gopi Venu uh, Gita. Was that verse where the Gopis are speaking about the most beautiful um, uh, adorn- hmm? adornment of the eyes? The perfection of the eyes is to see Krishna and Balaram, the cowherds, and the cows entering into the forest uh, daily and so forth. And so, from the Sakyarasa perspective, the devotees in the in that bhava will, it will say, just even the gopis are saying, this is the best, uh, you know, or, or um, Radha sees Subal walking freely arm in arm with Krishna in the public and expresses the desire, for, they take it like that, from the, Gopi Bhav perspective, they'll see other things in the verse and translate the words or interpret the words differently. And in that verse in Gopi Gita, they'll take Ram out of the picture altogether hmm, through the through the grammar, grammatical explanations and mm. and so on and so forth. And so, uh, um, so it's all very beautiful. Hmm? And um, and these this kind of difference ornaments the the non-dual absolute and they're all forms of perfection and they're all experienced as such and as the best by each um, each devotee um, so it's important therefore and we have been cautioned by previous acharyas and by Prabhupada repeatedly also not to allow um, any kind of mundane consideration to enter in to such uh, discussions. Uh, another example of Prabhupada, uh, I think Krishna himself, giving the metaphorical uh, tree of devotion in which Mahaprabhu is the gardener and, and the tree itself, and it, and it takes the two trunks of Advaita and Nityananda and many, many branches. Um, one should not 
think one devotee is higher or, or another devotee is lower. Pujapachita um, Maharshi nicely commented on, on this kind of thinking when he was confronted, not in a confrontational way, but when he came in touch with kind of a sense of, of well, of, of kind of fanaticism on the part of some of Prabhupada's uh, disciples that um, that um, he felt then the need to kind of bring into balance um, with Prabhupada's, for example, outgoing nature and emphasis on preaching. Hmm? Then, uh, you know, he, he responded, well, uh, you know, the, the thing is, is the devotees that are pure, they're moved the way that Krishna wants them to move, something like that. So, uh, one, uh, you know, Gorkishor Das Babaji Maharaj, he had, you know, one disciple, Bhakti Siddhanta, told him not to preach. <laughs> and Bhakti Thakur, you know, spawned the movement that we were all part of. And that, that came through Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi Thakur. He had honor, honor both, and both were perfectly pure indeed. Bhakti Vinod himself told Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi Thakur, Bhimal Prashadi should take initiation from Kishore. Comment? More of an elaboration on the question. Okay. And so um, one has to be careful about that. Now, what you'll find um, in Rupa Goswami's explanation. Uh, through the pen of 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 um, Krishnas Kaviraj, Jetani Charitamrita, is a nice example um, to help us understand the difference between the rasas. And the example is the uh, just like the elements: earth, water, fire, air, and ether, contain, respectively, starting at the other end ether, sound, and air, sound and touch, and fire, sound, touch, and sight, and water, sound, touch, sight, and taste, and earth, sound, touch, sight, taste, and smell. So in that example, the earth is more, contains elements that are found in the other elements and something that is not found in the other elements. It's not saying that earth is water, earth is fire. Some people say, well, if you have Madhurya Rasa, then you're also tasting Sakya Rasa, and so Prabhupada was in Madhurya Rasa, and therefore sometimes he tasted Sakya Rasa, and he happened to write about it at that time, something like that. That's not what the analogy is saying. That's like saying, having earth is like having water and having fire. You have an aspect, you have something that is found in fire, also in earth. You have something that is found in water, also in earth, and something more. Hmm? Um, So that's an important uh, distinction that a lot of devotees um, don't make or haven't maybe thought out that well. Each of the rasas is a complete, distinct um, experience. Uh, and so uh, there is something in Madhurya rasa that's not in Vatsalya rasa, that's not in Sakya rasa. 
there's a kind of sakya rasa, of course, that, that is influenced by madhurya rasa. Hmm? There, um, and there are compatible rasas and there are incompatible rasas. Hmm? So with regard to the compatible rasas, it's possible that for devotee to be steeped in a particular rasa and then be attracted to a compatible rasa. So madhurya rasa and sakya rasa are compatible. So it's possible for a devotee in Sakya Rasa to be attracted to the Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? Um, but uh, Madhurya Rasa is such, or let's say Sakya Rasa is such, that you can't mix it with Madhurya Rasa in the same way that you could mix it with Dasya Rasa or Vatsalya Rasa. In other words, a parent could be a friend, too. Hmm? Or let's say a friend could be like a parent. Uh, uh, an older brother can also have some tinge of the bhav of Vatsalya in terms of being a well-wisher of the younger brother. And, 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 uh, and similarly, from the other side, the younger brother who has a brotherly or friendly relationship with his brother, can have a tinge, and would have in this case, a tinge of servitorship in his sakya, in relation to his brother. Right? But with regard to Madhurya Rasa, we say, oh no, no, they're just friends. If a boy and a girl or a young man and again, they say, you know, like another couple, they're really quick to say, no, no, we're just friends. We're just friends. <laughs> that doesn't, you know, or, or she writes, I just want to be your friend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's just be friends, okay? Leave it at that. That's cool. And, you know, and so it, it doesn't mix. Similarly, Madhurya Rasa, you, Matsalya Rasa, you can't have Matsalya Rasa and mix with Madhurya Rasa. This is, so this is an important thing also to consider when we talk about these things as high as they are, they're very much drawing on human experience hmm, to, for explanation. So we can often go to the human experience to get some greater understanding and play that out, um, better understanding of these terms that are abstract and you know you, you learn some Sanskrit word and you just spit it out and, as if you know it and so forth, and sometimes it's, it's not very well understood. So to go to the human experience, this is what they're seeking to do, um, by invoking the, the secular rasa um, terminology, Rupa Goswami is to explain the, the spiritual world um, and the world of bhakti, the world of bhakti rasa. So, uh, so you can't. While you can mix sakya rasa with Vatsalya and dasya, you can't mix it in the same way. With Madhurya Rasa. Now, Jiva Goswami, Rupa Goswami does use the word mix, Mishra, in, 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 in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu when he's speaking about Sakya Rasa interacting with, influenced by Madhurya Rasa. But, um, but it's, it's more mixing in terms of an, of an, of an influence. Jiva Goswami refers to it as. A sunchari acts like a sunchari bhav. So the desire of the cowherd for madhurya rasa causes the madhurya rasa, which is a compatible rasa, to act like a sunchari 
which is a rasa that a, a bhava that comes and goes and augments the primary rasa. So the secondary rasa here in, in this case, which is a primary rasa, Madhuri rasa, is compatible with Sakya rasa and it has an influence and it imbues the Sakya rasa with something that the other forms of Sakya rasa don't experience and it's something that causes the Sakya rasa to rise in intensity and sense of intimacy with Bhagavan Sri Krishna that such that it surpasses even that of Vatsalya rasa, which typically surpasses Sakya rasa in terms of in- intensity or, or, let's say, intimacy that it, that it affords. Hmm? So it's a special, um, special case. And, um, and, but it's not that the coward boy becomes in, enters into Madhurya rasa. Hmm? Um, and, and, of course, that enables him to be empathetic, uh, sympathetic, to, to Krishna in his romantic life and be a counselor and advisor and so on and so forth. Um, so that's an extreme form of the highest, you know, expression, if you will, of, um, of, of Sakya Rasa in terms of how we're speaking about it, that it, had, it contains something that other forms of Sakya Rasa don't. Each one is complete in itself. So there is an objective reality to the position of Madhurya Rasa. And within that, there are different kinds of Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? And so, you know, there's Madhurya Rasa in Dwarka, there's Madhurya Rasa in you know, Kubja, in, 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 in Mathura, there's Madhurya Rasa in the Braj. Within the Braj, there's different types of Madhurya Rasa. There's Samboga, the desire for union, direct union with Krishna, and Tadbhava, the desire to be uh, identified with, attached to the Bhava of one who has a direct relationship with Krishna. And then within those who have desire to have a direct relationship, have 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 desire to identify with and serve the bhava of one who has a direct relationship, there are different kinds of those devotees hmm, in Madhurya Rasa. And the Goswamis have reasoned within all of this, and so the Manjari position is is most um, uh, exalted, and it comes closest, let us say, to experiencing Krishna. If you will, in the way, in the in the way that, uh, to the extent with the same intensity that that, that Radha does, so that's a fact about it. Hmm? But um, same time, to go play this out a little further, that rasa is not possible without Sakya rasa, without Vatsalya rasa, without opposing rasas. Hmm? So it's a composite, the Braj, and it, it all works together. You know, you can't just have the, the leading lady and 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 the, the hero and no supporting actors and and so forth, and expect to win win the award. So um, it's all perfect, different measures of perfection, and it's rising in devotees, one bob or another, based on their association. And this has been going on forever that these bobs are available, and it's it, it, through through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's. Um, dispensation. Uh, he, 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 he is said to give the, 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 the bhavas of Braj. What we see practically in his mission is that this Sakya Rasa arises in this Madhurya Rasa, primarily the Madhurya Rasa, but some waves of Sakya Rasa obviously are there from the very beginning. Hmm? 
and they, they seem to pop up again here and there, probably being a prominent example in, in, you know, in modern times. Um, as I said before, the Sakyarasa of Nityananda Prabhu's associates started the whole of the Gaudiya Sampradaya in terms of worship of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and before the Goswami's books were written and so forth and they were initiating and, and, and so on. So um, so it's there and, and the Madhurya Rasa, of course, has its very prominent and important uh, position. And, uh, and those two, at least the highest form of the Sakyarasa and the Manjari Bhav, they're, they're, they're very similar in terms of intimacy, but still the intimacy afforded the Manjari is, exceeds. Um, but, uh, but each is perfect and um, complete and comes to us through a descending um, path. I mean, you, what can you say? Why you get association of one devotee or another, that's that's um, beyond beyond reason. The devotee, there are devotees in the world, and uh, uh, those influences, Sakiras, Madhuras, for example, representing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and we have the good fortune to to, to meet them, and uh, we may meet from both sides and so forth. So, at any rate, uh, it's important not to um, think of them in one day way, and we see that sometimes happening, and then there's this fighting over, you know, this one is better, and and it's very unbecoming. It's this trying to bow out of the conversation. It's important to make the point. We've we've published a nice book, Oh My Friend, about Prabhupada's statements about himself, just for clarity, because persons other than Prabhupada were saying things about himself who apparently weren't privy to the many things that he himself said and the way he commented on things. Um, from a Sakyabhava perspective. So we thought, let us assemble that together and, uh, you know, and share it with the, you know, community of the Vaishnavas as a service. Uh, it was hard to remain silent when knowing those things and hearing others speak authoritatively in many respects about rasa um, and, for example, about this, the the position of the Manjaribhava and so forth in the Sampradaya and understandably identifying Prabhupada with it as is the case for most devotees, most of the Acharyas, but there happen to be extenuating circumstances and um, and a lot of evidence to um, in support of um, the idea that Prabhupada idealized the sentiment of Oh, excuse me, of Sakyarasa. So, um, it's 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 unfortunate, and a person should tread very carefully there. I mean, to give an example, when Sridharmarsh, Pujapat Sridharmarsh first um, said that uh, that that in his opinion. Hmm, and based on this, 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 and this, and he gave his different evidences and so forth, including Prabhupada's letter on the Jaladuta and the establishing of the Krishna Balaram deities and many other things, that Prabhupada idealized Sakyarasa. Hmm. This was his ideal. And when he said this, some persons, some of Prabhupada's disciples, who weren't at the feet of Pujapatrita Maharaj, hearing that from him and 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 
riding on a wave of ecstasy to hear his feeling about it and the way in which he drew the support and so forth. Um, it was very satisfying, um, very the way in which you're supposed to support what you feel and your opinions hmm? um, with references and, and so forth. Very, it, it was very beautiful and, and very much a glorification of Prabhupada. And, and that's the spirit in which it was, it was spoken. It, it wasn't forced or it just happened to come out in the context of some discussions and so forth. Then there were, you know, questions about it and, you know, there were some other discussions and so forth. But one of the reactions from across the river in, in Mayapur from um, devotees who weren't hearing from Sridhar Maharaj and were hearing that Sridhar Maharaj was not a good person to hear from and who, who were criticizing, from those who were criticizing Sridhar Maharaj, which is, which is a spiritual uh, suicide um, they, um, some of them took exception and said, see, he's criticizing Prabhupada and saying that only by, he's in Madhurya Rasa and Prabhupada's only in Sakya Rasa and you have to come to Madhurya Rasa to come to, you, know, you have to come to him to come to Madhurya Rasa and just see it. They made something so profane out of uh, something so beautiful that it's just just horrible, um, you know, to hear that. And of course, Pujapachudamar heard that and he was like completely like, Bewildered by, it. he said, "I thought it was a compliment," and and, and and he said, "What do they, what do they think Sakyarasa is? And is it a bad thing? So what they're thinking?" Um, and you know, I got a similar response from Puri Marsh when I when I promote Puri Goswami when I told him that some of, um, I didn't mention who, but uh, some disciples are making this point. That um, that because our Guru Maharaj is in, is in Sakyarasa, he can't give Madhurya Rasa. And I read him the poem of Prabhupada. First, I read him the poem of Prabhupada, and when I got to the, the he's listening and got to the passage. Hmm, uh, so he's kind of sat up and he was not, you know real active at that time, he was quite old. He said, oh, Sakyarasa. Then I made the point, and then he chuckled and said, Baba, you know, if you think, if someone thinks that I've got a guru situated in Sakyarasa and I've got a problem, then he's got a problem. He can make all the arrangements, he said, you know. Um, the problem being, or th- thought, well, i got a problem because I, I want to be in the, in the, in, in the Madhurya Rasa and my guru doesn't have it. He can't give what he doesn't have. Um, uh, that's like saying, you know, Subal can't introduce me to Lalita, you know, or something. Lalita Sakya, you should go over here, you know. Uh, I think he has that, you know, that kind of, uh, um, that capacity and play, plays a role. Um, uh, like that, even Rupa Goswami describes Subal, uh, for example, in the night, in the night, going, Krishna walking out with, in the full moon, Krishna's glorifying the night, and and so forth, and how beautiful it is, and 
I guess it's not the full moon, maybe the dark moon, I can't recall, but it's, he's glorified in the night. And, and um, But there's a pretext, you know, he wants to meet Radha and Subal senses it. And, and the, the, the necessity of Krishna being felt by him, he goes and finds Radha hmm, in the night and her manjari. And they're described like this. Because it's dark, putting one hand on Radha's putting one hand on Subal and Rupa Manjari on the shoulder, and here they go through the forest. And Subal will guide them. He knows where he where Krishna is. Something like this. So <laughs> Rupa Goswami himself, in his poetry in his Lila Granta, he um, in the Manjari Bhav. Obviously, he, he says, "Oh, Subal, you know, you are the, the knower, intimate knower of of, of Radha and Krishna, the son of Nanda and the, the son of Raj. Please make arrangement for me to meet with meet them, something like that." Um, so, I mean, the, the point being, not that, you know, and then somebody would say, "Well, see, it's fucking a society." You know, <laughs> I mean, it's not what Rupa Goswami really saying, but he, but he is has a feeling for what these things are, hmm. what these other rasas are, and um, and that's what we want appreciation for the for the uh, for the ideal, and, and 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 to be, and we need to be careful not to. Look at it in a in, in a mundane way, um, because that uh, that will not help us to attain any any rasa. You had a comment? Taking that the other direction entirely uh, to the level of the sadaves and the various you know objectives of the very the Vaishnava lineages. And in your discussion, a thought came to mind, which I'd just like to have some clarification on. Uh, of course, we, I guess you could say it in a, in a way, we wear blinders of Gaudiya Vaishnavism coming in our Sampradaya and the exposure we have to our gurus and mm-hmm. uh, the literatures that come in the wake of Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, do, are the other lineages that we don't have exposure to, other Vaishnav lineages, at this point in time, in this Kali Yuga, this special, are they moving, are, are they also moving forward? Or has Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda's Gaudiya Vaishnavism eclipsed everything? Mm-hmm. As you had mentioned once, well, Prabhupada established a, a temple for, you know, Sita Ram. So, how much of that prospect exists when the full moon and the full sun are... Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's two sides, ways to look at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dispensation. And you can look at that uh, through the Mahamantra itself, which was the... Which, which, which he named. He named the Hare Krishna mantra the Mahamantra, and, and, and over and over again, uh, um, uh, spoke of it as such in Chaitanya Bhagavat. So through the pen of Prindavan Das Thakur, and he asked his disciples 
to chant the Maha Mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. And so this mantra is an Upanishadic mantra. You know, it's found in the Kali Santra and Upanishad. It's meant for Kali Yuga. Hmm? Um, so it has a very broad outreach. Narada asked Brahma, how will people be delivered in Kali Yuga? And he said, by chanting these 16 names. Iti sarasodasakam namnam kalikalnashanashanam. Sarvavedi sudhishite. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. I think in the Upanishad it said, Hari Ram, Hari Ram, 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 Hari Hari, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna, yeah. Krishna, Hari Hari. Just mattered when you tuned in, really, because <laughs> it just keeps going around. So there's no beginning, there's no end to that. But um but um there it's described as Taraka Brahmanam. So the name for Taraka means to deliver the names, the mantra, the Mahamantra for for deliverance of in Kali Yuga. And deliverance is a broad term. Deliverance means mukti. Hmm? So, and when we think here, when I speak of mukti, we, we, you know, what's being talked about there is mukti. Well, there's five kinds of mukti, but um, there's a, one type of mukti that has no, uh, no scope for devotion, and then there's the passive devotion, and dasya sakya, that's all, maduri, and so forth. Um, but I should just mention Vatsali, Sakya, and Madhurya, that's special, so it's more or less talking about Baikuntha. Shantaras, Dasiras, um, Taraka Brahmanham. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a broad application, and, 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 and therefore, there are, I've, I've been to um, Trivendram, where there's a temple in South India where the Hare Krishna mantra is chanted 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. But when they chant the name of Ram, they're thinking of Ram Chandra. So Hari Krishna Ram, they think these are all names of God, and 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 Narayan has many forms, and and their ideal is to attain um, Vaikuntha, and they can attain it by that as possible. Um, so Bhakti Vinodha Nam Chintamani, you know, Chintamani uh, uh, is the the touchstone, so the, the nam fulfills the desire that comes within you by association and so forth. So, there's a broad and universal side. There's the go back to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as, a, as the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He has the Yuga Dharma side and the Bhakti side, and obviously the two are interwoven together. Hmm? Bhakti Vinod said that. The different sampradayas will get, will all come under the banner of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, something to that effect, because he's the Yuga Avatar, and they have to recognize that in due course. From my perspective, at least at this point, what what it has happened to the other, to the Sri Sampradaya, and to the Madhva Sampradaya, and to the Nabarka Sampradaya, and to the um, what's called the Balava Sampradaya or the uh, the, um, but what's the Rudra Sampradaya, Sudha Dvaita Sampradaya, Sudha Dvaita, Dvaita, Dvaita Dvaita, and um, Vishishta Dvaita. That these four Sampradayas, they are. This is very practical. They are all getting 
energy from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. And particularly through the work of our party bar, and within that, particularly through the work of, um, when I say our party bar, I mean Bhakti Vinod party bar, from, coming from Bhakti Vinod, from the, who had the vision, and to the practical work of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, gave it some shape, and through our beloved Gurudev, Om Vishnu Padisi Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada, who, who took it all over the world, and taking it all over the world, um, there was a time when when there, there was in academia was there was no real understanding of of practically of the different forms of Advaita, maybe some specialist here and there, but but Prabhupada, you know, labored hard to. Uh, established that there are other perspectives on um, uh, Vedanta than Advaita Vedanta. And while doing that in the context of advocating the Achinti Veda Veda of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he followed the mood of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur and Jiva Goswami, as you know from Tattvasandarbha, acknowledging the different sampradayas. Mm-hmm. Bhakti Siddhanta established deities of Nimbarka and Vishnu uh, Swami, Ramanuja and Madhva at, at, at Yogapit or, or Chaitanya Mat, which are next door to one another, forget which one. Um, and, uh, and it's just a fact. I mean, Prabhupada's work was extraordinary and uh, it spawned quite a bit of scholarship um, um, uh, with regard to these d- different forms of, um, of Vedanta. And um, he had very, very, so much to do with it. They were sleeping. I mean, the Nibarga Sampradaya still is kind of asleep. Madhva Sampradaya was really asleep. The Shishtadvaita of Ramanuja was a little more, a little more awake and, and, and known. But Prabhupada and our Sampradaya really helped to make it known. I'm giving the story before the one guy who got frustrated with ISKCON and, and left it. Became a Ramanuja and you know, a Western fellow and then he went to the to the um Sri Ranganath temple to get in and had his, you know, Diksha paper that he was an initiated Hindu and they wouldn't let him in because he was a Westerner. And that was their policy there. And then in frustration, without thinking twice said, oh, Hare Krishna. He said, Oh Hare Krishna, come on in. You Hare Krishna? Oh yes, come come. come. <laughs> so just a cute little, you know, anecdote, which is, makes the point that I'm making in a sense that uh, it, 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 that movement, Prabhupada's movement in particular, did so much for Vaishnavism and all forms of Vaishnavism. And then you have Western people coming from Prabhupada's campaign, coming from the Bhaktivinoda Paribar, and, you know, going to, like you have your, you know, some of our godbrothers went to Ramanuja. I know some guys went to this uh, this um, uh, Embarka. Hmm. You have even you know you this this scholar this um, you were talking with Shamdas and who's the other one? Um, oh, Ramdas. No, uh, he wrote the book "Acting as a Way of Salvation." Haberman became a a Balabasampradaya, and and, and and with all due respect. Part of the reason they became they went to those sampradayas is because there were problems with the same movement that that got them 
involved in the first place after Prabhupada's departure. Hmm? And some misrepresentation of Gaudi Vaishnavism and so forth, but still captured by the devotional idea and, and so forth. And then the looking for authenticity and so forth. And, and so it has spawned Western followers and uh, academic interest in those number and Western means you know the modern world, basically. So in a way, the prediction of Bhaktivinotakur has already come come true. That life is being given has been infused into these sampradayas by the Chaitanya Sampradaya in the modern modern day. Now, to the extent to which they recognize that, I think they flourish, to be honest with you. There's a there's now a, an Acharya in the Ramanuja Sampradaya that speaks English that travels around in America. He was and, and speaks and um, and goes to some of Prabhupada's temples. Some of them he's allowed, some of them he's not. You know that goes, but um, you know very much respectful and you know and looking and seeing that hmm, you know there's really something here. These people really do love Krishna. You know they have some feeling for Krishna, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? So they have to re- rethink and you know and. And, and, and it's not that easy for them because here they're part of a tradition that precedes Chaitanya Vaishnavism and here it's being represented by Westerners also to a large extent. And But, you know, they're able to go that distance. There was another, before this, long time back, there was another Acharya in the Ramanuja Sampadaya that accepted Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Bhagwan according to the Vayu Purana statements and he... he so... You know, they don't go with the whole, you know, Siddhanta, you know, and then Mahabhaikuntha is Golok, and it's hot, you know, no, no, come on, we don't see it quite like that, you know, but, but, um, and we don't see it quite like them, but we honor their visions, huh, okay, and that is what you're talking about, the other end of the spectrum. It's uh, this, and Krishnadas does it, when he labors so hard to make the point that, that Ch- Ch- Krishna is the source of Narayan, hmm, not the other way around, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, after he makes the long argument, he says, but some people see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the avatar of Shiradakshai Vishnu or of Mahavishnu. Yeah. You can see it that way, too. Yeah. It's possible. He's all things, because he's why Bhagavan. <laughs> he can be seen in that way. So he honors that subjective vision. But really, practically, it's a fact. Um, the, these, these lineages have... Um, gotten some um, infusion from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. I mean, it's it, the, the extent to which Western converts took up Chaitanya Vaishnavism was remarkable to the Hindu world. You know, Prabhupada coming back with his, as it was sometimes said, white elephants, you know, and wasn't it? White elephants? White, yeah, dancing white elephants. Pink elephants or something, white elephants, you know, yeah. And like in the Indies, they you know, they they're into this more than we are. You know, what's with that kind of kind of enthusiasm and and, and so on and so with other sampradayas as well. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, now if they are, and there are some people out there that are against the Godias and, and so forth, and they're not going to they're not going to get too far with. Uh, I think that's kind of over. I mean, there were some some Madhva people who were in opposition 
in Udupi, but the Madhva Acharyas, or I have, what, eight or nine of them, one or two of them, you know, was of a deeper realization, and they acknowledged the Godias and, and so forth, and Sanis Ramanuja people, so that's a couple of examples. Yeah, and then, you know, in, in, in the, the, these Nibarkis, they're all over Vrindavan, there, so they're always, you know, doing Bhagavad Kata and quoting the Goswamis, <laughs> the, the, the principal commentaries, you know, most of the most relishable commentaries. Um, and Balabas, uh, you know, was an associate of Mahaprabhu, so. So, yeah, they, they, I, and I think that, so you can come to Gaudiya Vaishnavism in terms of its particular and specific contribution, gift to the world, or you can come in the fold of Gaudiya Vaishnavism in terms of its broadest outreach as prominent manifestation of the Yuga Dharma hmm? and delivering people from samsara through the chanting of Hare Krishna and um, and and but I, I think that people some people come to it for that reason and and in time they understand more think it out more and see what the specific gift is and so forth because they had Certain association, they can understand it, and they, be, they be, you know, they, they they become attached to that gift, and they have according appropriate corresponding bhajan that develops, and so on and so forth. But there are people that come in from the broad outreach and don't go there, and maybe even understand it, but by, because of previous lives association, they they find themselves, you know, going to. Vaidhi Bhakti, there's a couple of people like, a couple of Argabha, at least I know a couple from more than two, but there's not very many. Um, and Prabhupada sh- did show, he was very much um, interested in broad distribution, and um, and in, you know, in the context of that, well, people will find their way. Hmm? So, you know, if he was in Bombay, and there was lots of Sitaram devotees, so he said, okay, put, put Sitaram deities there, let them come, you know, they'll, they'll come and they'll chant Hare Krishna and they'll also worship Lord Chaitanya and so forth. And they can, if they want to, if they want, they can, they can pursue that course. They might be, they, they would be, they, they're, you know, in time their pursuit would be enhanced by Obviously, the right association and you know ongoing commentaries on Ramayana and so forth and so on, but it takes a while for devotees to get to that point where they're actually involved in bhajan. Mm-hmm. Archan is one thing, bhajan is another. We see that Sri Chaitanya in his his 
group, he would, of course, encourage everyone to enter into the mood of the Gaudius. And he preached in a certain way to try to get them into that mood. And certain people could not go that route. And so, in a, in a mission where there's this outreach, how far does the Gaudiya Vaishnav go in presenting his perspective so that he doesn't ever come to the position of offending someone that has a different perspective or a different... Well, I think the person has to be learned enough to, you know, to make the... present it in a way that... Um, the different bases are covered, you know, so that you're not going to step on somebody's sentiments and, uh, you know, uh, you can, if you know the teaching, you can teach the teaching. This is the highest reach, and but there are other possibilities, and we see examples, and, you know, just like we're talking about tonight, you know, you have to be able to make those points and so forth. Um, and I think that for the most part, you, you, you make the point teach what Gaudiya Vaishnavism is, what its highest reach is, and if someone, you know, expresses some interest in, you know, in Sakya Rasa or something like that, you go, well, you know, there's a good reason for that, you know. This is a, you know, Prabhupada was, obviously, he expressed his, that as his ideal, and so forth, and then you can, then you can talk to them about it. Or, you know, I've had a couple of times somebody say, you know, like, I'm really into Ram, you know. And there's two ways to look at that, you know. Okay, well, you know, maybe he's into Ram. Maybe she's into Ram, Ram Leela, hmm. and doesn't understand, you know, why or what attraction is or whatever. But you know, you don't necessarily try to cut it off. You might ask them and see what, what you know, what the level of their understanding is, and and capacity to, to even do bhajan. What to speak could be successful in that, which you, you will once you start doing. But it takes time. It's very, very few devotees that will be that have the capacity to even do bhajan. If they can understand it theoretically and have an ideal, and so it's part of nishta, forming the ideal, and so forth. But to effectively do do the bhajan, it it it's, it requires a, a, a some advancement. Um, so what I'm saying is, somebody expressed some sentiment. I really like you know Ram. Probably that's what read Rama. Uh, you know, Mahaprabhu said, uh, Krishna, 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 hey. Ram, Raghava, Ram, Raghava, Ram, Raghava, Rakshamam, Krishna, Keshava, Krishna, Krishna, Keshava, Krishna, Keshava, Pahi, Mama, he went to South India. Chant that mantra. Oh, very nice. And, and, fine, you know, so best to, in some respects, Encourage a little interest um, like that, a little fan, a little spark, and then you see what happens in, in, in due course. And then they'll hear more over time, and and so on and so forth. And so it's that's the art of preaching, basically. So, what's the time? Seven fifty eight. Okay, we start seven. Okay, so then all right, got it.
We'll stop there. Simam Mahaprabhu Chaitandev Kijai. Siradamada Kijai. Or Bhaktabinda Kijai. Old Premanan Bhai.